say the game is getting old. Monday morning and your coffee's cold. Life is not what you want it to be. You need another. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new direction. My name is Jay Izzo, and oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Oh, we have somebody who is just going to rock your world. Her name is Dr. Julia Ivy, and she is absolutely incredibly brilliant. And her book that uh, I know that you can't see, but for those of you who are uh, who, who are watching us live on uh, Facebook Live right now, let me tell you, the book is called Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market. Let me repeat that. Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market. The book is brilliant, just brilliant book, and uh, you're going to love her. She has got a great sense of humor, and she's also just so, so stinking smart. It's just, it's so, it's so awesome. And uh, we've created, a, her and I have kind of created this fun little relationship, and uh, we're going to actually do something kind of fun with her book today, too, because we're not just going to talk about the book. We're going to talk about how we can apply the book under today's circumstances. So, yeah, we're going to include, you know, what do, how does this work in terms of currently with COVID and uh, the coronavirus? How can we do this? And what about afterwards? And, and uh, she's got some really, really cool ideas, and, and it's already working. And uh, so we're going to do that. But before we do that. Let's do what we do every week, and you know what that is, ladies and gentlemen. I walk you through the four areas of your life, because I believe that we're four-part people. We're physical people, we're mental people, we're emotional people, and we're spiritual people. And, you know, right now, uh, let's be honest with you, with each other, right? Right now, uh, for those of people who are listening, and maybe you'll be listening years from now, and you're wondering, what, what are you talking about? Well... You'll remember that we, right now, we are going through what is called COVID-19 or the coronavirus. And, um, you know, things have changed. Uh, some of us are, you know, kind of quarantined or on lockdown and we're having to stay pretty close to the house and we're asked not to go very well, go go anywhere. And so what happens is it kind of changes the four areas of our life a little bit, or it, it at least puts some pressure on it, right? So for the physical, for instance... I know that we have to make some decisions because we can't go to the gym right now. So I know like people like myself have made their own gym in their garage and, um, you know, created being very creative. I, I, I actually spent like $20 on five gallon buckets and filled them up with water and carry them and do curls with them and, and do all sorts of things with them. So I've had to be creative. And so when we talk about the physical area today, you know, I, I really want us to think about what are you going to do to improve yourself? That's really the key here. Because the fact of the matter is you need to think about what you can do physically to improve yourself. I'm not, I'm not going to normally ask you to give me a number between the scale of one and 10, one being miserable, 10 outstanding about where you're at with that area right now. But what I really want you to do is I really want you to focus on how are you going to improve in the physical area of your life? Are you going to do a little bit more walking? Are you going to drink a little bit more water? Maybe, you know, one of the big things is we got to change our eating habits because we're not as active. And because we're not as active, we need to, you know, change how much food we're putting into our body. And not only that, the kind of food we're putting into our body. Because while we're home and most of us are working from home, we have a tendency to snack and snack on bad things. And so... I want to encourage you physically to be able to reduce the amount of calories that you're intaking because if you're not physically active, you just don't need that many calories, all right? So that's your first area is your physical area. The second area I like talking about is the mental area. And, you know, mentally, folks, you know, the truth of the matter is um, you have some extra time. We all have a little extra time on our hands to actually consume good material. Meaning that we could take books like Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market, which can actually help us grow in wisdom and understanding because there's a lot of really good things in this book that go beyond, you know, just even if you're not interested in getting a job, there's things in this book that make you think about where you're at in your career and make you think about the psychology of your own, you know, personal capital, social capital and professional capital, right? And, you know, I'm going to be really honest with you folks. I, I love reading. I, I read a book a week for this show, but I'm going to challenge you to stop reading fiction and start reading things that are actually going to help you grow. Because I got to be really honest with you, Harry Potter is not going to change your life. Okay? There are a lot of really great books that are written by somebody like Dr. Julia Ivey or whatever 
that are actually going to affect your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of how things work and to improve what your life is. And that's really what this is about. We have an opportunity to improve ourselves. And so I'm going to ask you to start really stepping outside of your comfort zone and start working on in, in increasing your reading of things that are actually improving your knowledge, your wisdom, and your understanding and improving you, which isn't going to come from fiction. I know it makes you feel good, but it's not going to make you better. So then there's the third area, and that's the emotional area. And folks, I'm going to just be really heartfelt honest with you, psychologically speaking, about emotions. Emotions are, we're affect, our emotions affect so much of what we do. And our emotions are affected by so much of what we see. And one of, the, one of the biggest issues that we have right now is that people are consuming so much news that your emotions are being negatively affected. I am watching, uh, I, study social, I study social media on a variety of, uh, on a variety of different levels, and I am watching vitriol and hatred and anger and bitterness um, that I've never seen before. And it's, uh, and it's one of those things that as we are looking at, uh, as we are looking at this time of our lives that we need to be more emotionally intense, intentional. And one of those ways is making sure that we're not consuming so much negativity that it's affecting how we are, what we are doing on social media, what we're doing in our lives. So you need to be careful what you're consuming emotionally and how that's affecting you emotionally and what's coming out of your mouth and what you're writing. Um, but, but beyond that, we need to be intentional about, um, you know, making sure that we're being positive, practicing gratitude, for instance, or, um, you know, finding things that are actually giving us a more positive outlook on life. Because as we are not as social, because we're not, we're, we're really physically distant, not socially distant, as we are not social, that affects us negatively emotionally too. And so we have to be very, very careful um, about those type of things. And then finally, the spiritual area, and, and I'm just going to just say this about the spiritual area. A lot of people get confused about the spiritual area. I'm just going to tell you that if you move the physical, the mental, and the emotional, what's left is the spiritual. There's something deeper inside all of us that is touched on that level. And um, call it the soul, call it the will. Um, call it what you want, um, call it the heart, uh, and I'm not talking about the physical heart, but the fact of the matter is that area is an area that's really important if you want to be completely and totally healthy. And so whatever you're doing right now in a spiritual realm, you need to ask yourself if that's really working for you. And then if it's not working for you, then you really need to go change it. And that's really the truth. And so those are the four areas I need you to kind of just kind of consider and work through and make sure that you're improving in every one of those areas right now because you have an opportunity to do so. And you may not, and, and we don't get these opportunities often, but as uh, we are all in these little positions, um, it's important that we work on ourselves so that when we come out of this, and we will, that we will be better people for it as a result of what we've done. And speaking of someone who is a who is a, already a better person, and she's going to make you a better person. Her name is Dr. Julia Ivey. She works as an executive professor for the Strategy and International Business Group, Diamor uh, McKim School of Business in Northeastern University. She is a managing partner of uh, B-Edge.com. That's B-E-E-D-G-E.com. And the author of the book that I'm holding up here, Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market, uh, published by Emerald Group Publishing. The book represents the B-Edge four-step method of personal strategy for self-differentiation and boutique employability. Under Dr. Ivy's mentorship, master students, veterans, and accomplished professionals have developed 150-plus company cases that have helped them establish their own space at the job market. Dr. Hull, Ivy holds two PhDs. I told you she was brilliant. One in psychology from Maxim Tank Belarus, uh, pedagogical, I can't believe that university, and one in Manchester, <laughs> she's laughing at me because I can't get it out of my mouth, and then one from Lancaster University in the UK in management, she's a PhD, she's established expert in psychology of choices and investments as investments to personal capital, social capital, and strategic stakeholder relationships for low trust versus high trust environments and professional capital of justified value. Uh, she is 
she is an expert speaker coach, and she works with individuals, groups, consults universities, businesses. Uh, she is especially an expert in the area of talent assessment and personal and social and professional capital investments and utilization. She is so well published that if you can't find her, you're not trying. That's what I know for sure. And I think she has a couple of dogs that she loves very dearly. Do I, I got that right, Dr. Ivy? And uh, Yeah. Yes. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show and welcome to A New Direction, Dr. Julia Ivey. Welcome to A New Direction. Thank you so much for having me. And I cannot agree more with you all the four uh, most important areas we have to work all together, like physical, psychological, emotional, and spiritual, right? Yes. And they all are related. And so often people don't you know, don't care as much about their physical presence or their psychological state or their emotional state is not so healthy. And their spiritual sometimes feel empty because they kind of ask themselves question, why? Right. Why would I bother? Right. And they don't have the answer. Right. And this is one answer. Why? Why would I do this? It actually brings all four of them together. And I believe, and this is a major point of I am uh, standing for, that the answer to this question is inside, not outside. Yeah. And the whole idea, what you can see in my book, it's like not them, employers who choose us, but it's us who shape our space in the job market, on any market, you know, in the life. Right. And this is a major point. And if we answer this question, like why? And if we answer because I am boutique, because it's my unique space and I worth it and I can and I have just I will have this. Right. So then you can just use my book as an instrument. But the most important to answer why. Yeah, it, it is the important. And, you know, the beautiful thing about the book and here's where you start in your introduction that I loved so much is we start with this young lady by the name of Laura. Yes. And she is asked an important question. And I believe it's the same question that we should be asking ourselves right now. And that is, where do you see yourself in seven to 10 years? Because it's really, that's really the crux, I think, of what you're getting at is because if you don't like what you see seven to 10 years from now, where you're at right now, you got to change it. Besides, when you see yourself in seven, ten years, when you visualize this, and yes, this is the first step in my formula, right? It's a elucidate your professional core. When you envision yourself, you have somebody who you can always ask for advice. And this is you in seven, ten years. Mm. The point is that I tell my graduating students or my clients and veterans, don't ask you know, yourself in past, like what you used to like doing or what you are good at because you used to be good at or whatever, whatever. And, you know, like your advisors, etc. It's important, but the most important person who you have, it's you in, fa- in, uh, in your envisioned future. Yeah. And then you ask this person, like, what you, like, what you, Jay, in 10 years want me, Jay, today to do? And that Jay will tell you, and you just follow the path. I, and I love this idea because I don't think, you know, we, I, listen, I am full agreement that we need to embrace today. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I believe that we have to embrace today. I understand that. But I think what happens is when it comes to our careers and uh, in our jobs, I think what happens is we don't look at ourselves seven to 10 years down the road. We're just trying to make it through one more day during the week. And I think that's a huge mistake because so many of us, and you point this out in your book, that so many of us have spent all this time working in places that we really don't like, and we need to start working in places that we really are built to work in, that match up with our, our passions, our skills, our our gifting, our, our abilities, our desires, and we need to start carving out, or as you, know, as you say, we need to start crafting out our own space. And, and basically do it on our terms, right? Yes, yes. So there's a thing that you say right at the beginning here of the book. And you said, this method that we're about to talk about, the B-Edge method, will only work. <laughs> and there's two criteria that it required. 
you have to have personal readiness and you have to have professional readiness. So let's let's get if you don't mind, will you tell people what that means to have personal and professional readiness? Because I, I think people are going to want to think, oh, I could just do this, and this is just going to be a fun little exercise. But it does really require um, something on themselves. So would you mind talking about that a little bit? Uh, absolutely. And the good news that we all we all can be professionally and psychologically ready. And again, the, it's us who decide: am I ready or not? It's not like I don't have to pass anybody test. It's me who decides that I psychologically ready. It means that it's me who is in charge for my own employability. It's not them who choose me. It's I hire my own employer. And this is not so easy to comprehend. And I talk with people and like yesterday I talked with somebody who is in her 50s and she lost her job and it's not easy to find a job in 50s especially in in the market where job uh, security is not as protected as in United States and I say like what what are you ready to do for this and every time she started to say that them they them don't don't want to hire me they don't want me they da 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 they then i just like ask what about you mm. it's your life so do you want to get the job and she's like yeah i want to do what them want me to do it's again them mm. so the psychological readiness is like a master i am a master of my life you know nobody owns you anything and nobody have you know you don't have to do anything for anybody this is always agreement between you and somebody else. It's like almost like a marriage, you know, like marriage is not a prison. You are there because you want to be there or you are not there because you don't want to be there instead of crying that you are still there on outside. So it's uh, the same about psychological readiness. I am here to make my choices. I'm here to define the scope of the companies I want to work for. I am here to define the scope of problems or challenges I want to work for. And then I need an instrument to make it happen. So that's why it's a prerequisite number one. Prerequisite number two, when I define the scope of companies I want to work for and the scope of challenges I'm interested to work for, I actually have to add some value, right? So I can like, for instance, now define that I'm very much interested to rate, you know, to work for the uh, space, uh, whatever, like organization, and to tell the truth, I might not add much value to them. So I'm professionally not ready for that job, but for the jobs I describe as my jobs of my interest, I know that I can add value. And this is professional uh, readiness. So that's why it's usually uh, it's most applicable for uh, master students or people with experience. Like any experience, you don't have to have education, but if you have experience and you have skill set for problem solving, then it's a professional readiness. So yeah. these two are prerequisites. Yeah, I, and, and you know, here's here's what I found most valuable about that when you started talking about because this this deal this deals with your motivation. You are far more motivated and will probably take more responsibility for your career. If it's something that you want to do. Exactly. And it's you choose. Right. It's empowerment. It's about empowerment. It's about power. It's like, hey, I choose you. I hire you for my future job. You know, like it's maybe not for the job job, but for recommendations I will receive from you or for uh, information I receive through this or from my foot in the door I receive from. Let, let, give me an example. Uh, <laughs> let, let me give you an example. For instance, one of, you know, like I have many, many students, like right now it's uh, seven, 700 plus students who did go through these uh, methods, right? Each of them I ask, like, what is the three uh, capabilities or three interesting characteristics about you, what makes you unique? And the whole exercise, we go through these, you know, three characteristics that define what is special about me. And sometimes it's a combination of the degree they have, but also hobby they have, but also something beyond the hobby. They have, like, for instance, from their previous work, these three areas of expertise. For instance, 
just imagine somebody who has undergrad or master degree in political science, but also very, very well developed in investment, but also hobby is in wine and uh, in a good wine industry. So these three uh, areas of expertise make this person unique, right? Let's call him David. And this David, for instance, works like right now in the political science area and honestly is boring a little bit, but also there are so many Davids in political science area that it's hard to be different. And then when he feels boring or maybe job just just not here anymore, he might ask himself, what is special about me? Who is David in 10 years? Like in my vision, what David is doing, what he's really enjoying. And through this envisioning exercise, he actually can envision himself as a managing project of investment to interesting wine industries around the, around the world. And this is where we come to the three capabilities he has. It's a political science, international political science, plus investment, plus wine industry. So now he becomes unique and now he becomes inspired to do what he is just him is sharpened to do. This is his edge. This is would be step number one. When he elucidates this score and define I am David, who is interested and inspired to do this, working for this type of organization, in our case, in our example, it would be investment companies, which do have interest in wine industries around the world. This is becomes his professional and multidimensional core. And you see the motivation comes from inside. He doesn't have to be motivated by anybody because it's his baby. It's his territory. It's his area where he is inspired. This is, would be step number one. Step number two, you know, he can inspire, but still nobody gives him a job, right? So he can approach uh, investment company and he, of course, he has a list of companies. He must do his homework. He must have a list, a list of companies which would be interested or work in the international investments and probably in the area related to wineries or something like this. So he approached the first company from this list with the offer to make a consulting case. You know, from out of the street, it's usually harder while still works. But if he takes, let's say, master degree or if he takes any professional studies or even through recruitment agencies, he just says that my name is David Dadada. I have education in this and this. I am passionate about that and that. And as a part of my internship or final project or consulting case writing competition, I'm thrilled to uh, make a project for your company and make it a consulting case in the area of potential investment to the wine industries around the world. This is, would be beginning of step number two. The point is he our David doesn't ask for anything. Mm. He just offer anything. Somebody who come to your company and offer, the only question you have, like, what is he, what do you want from me, right? Do you want any uh, secure information? How many hours you want me to spend for you? What, what do I have to spend, you know, time, resources, anything, information on you and what I would get back? So you have to be ready for the answering these questions. And again, in my book, I provide templates for seven different questions, what they usually ask, and the seven different answers you know how to answer. You must be ready. So the answer is, yes, I, I don't need more than two hours of interview, one at the beginning, and maybe then exchange by emails. Mostly it's me who is going to do all the work and what you receive, the first, it will be just the story of your company, how your company is, or this particular division, how your company is interested, is growing, is internationally exploding, and you will read this before it or it, before it become public. So you, as my client, you have full control over the story. And only if you like it, and if you are interested, then 
I will provide, you know, we will move to the level of the solution. And this is how we develop trust. We do not push our agenda. We do not push anything. We do not come unprepared. We come just to tell a story of your company. Here, and this is step number two. Her yeah. name is Dr. Julia Ivey, and the book is entitled Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you, you're hearing, you hear her brilliance, don't you? I mean, you just hear her brilliance. She's just absolutely brilliant, and she's so smart. And listen, she is right on target because she's going to, she's crafting, she's going to help you craft your own, your own career. You, you, you choose is what she's doing. And speaking of great choices, because that's what you're going to do. Listen, our sponsor is called Epic Physical Therapy, and they are a great choice because they're my choice. I choose them. They are my physical therapists, and they have worked with me from uh, for years. Uh, I'm telling you, they're absolutely outstanding. And listen, they will be for you too. Whether you're recovering from an injury or surgery, maybe you're suffering everyday aches and pains, maybe you're having some difficulty performing activities of daily living, maybe you're an athlete at an elite level and you just are not, you know, meeting your normal athletic ability. Look, even if you just want to improve and feel better. Why not check out the elite team at Epic Physical Therapy? They will provide you with a customized treatment plan tailored to your individual needs. With their experience in rehabbing young athletes to elite professionals, I'm telling you they understand the need to treat the entire body as a functional whole, not just your symptoms or your injury. If you want epic relief, epic recovery, and epic results, you need to go to Epic Physical Therapy. That's epicpt.com. That's E-P-I-C-P-T.com. And also, our longtime sponsor, Linda Craft and Team Realtors, no matter where you're at in the world, Linda Craft and her team can help you find the best expert realtor in your area. I'm not kidding about that. They can literally help you find the best expert. And the reason why they do that is that for 35 years, they have built relationships with realtors all over the world. And what is more, they're independently owned and operated, meaning that they're unaffiliated with any national company, which means that they don't have any loyalty to any other company, but finding you the best possible expert in your area. So when you're ready to sell your home or buy your next home or buy a new home or invest in your home, why not start with the experts who will find you the right expert? That's Linda Craft and Team Realtors. You can learn more by going to lindacraft.com. That's L-I-N-D-A-C-R-A-F-T dot and we're back here with Dr. Julia Ivey and her book, Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market, available bookstores everywhere and certainly on Amazon. So uh, feel free to check that out. Um, it's absolutely, a, I'm telling you, it's a great read. And she's with us and uh, she's walked us through. Actually, she got ahead of me. I wasn't I wasn't actually ready for her to jump so far, but she got ahead of me. We, we've done the E in elucidating the core of your focus. We have done the D, right, of developing um, our... Our our, our 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 social our capital and um, so let's let's talk about let's talk about the the rest of this in a in a in a briefer way because you know we've talked about developing trust in, in terms of building our case and I know that we've got to generate value and and we've kind of touched on that and then we're going to excite the market so let's talk about that real quickly about what that looks like uh, yeah so after our David. Uh, really understand the company and tell the story. And at the end of the story and end of the uh, company case, he asks the question, so what the company do? How the company can get the best re- return on the investment? And he presents this story to the, you know, to, to, to his client. The client does want to read, to read the solution. And he asks, like, so what, what would I do? And this is where David uh, provides the solution for this problem. And it doesn't have to be long story. It doesn't have to be long document. All this, what I just described, we can do very fast. And it might be like a couple pages. It might be long document. And it depends of uh, you know where you are in what the client wants from you. And uh, this is a trick. After you develop the trust and you provide recommendations, the client is ready to be interested. He really wants to read this. I had several clients who just asked like, okay, I read the story. 
it's a wonderful story about my company. So what's the solution? How can I get this problem be solved? How can I do this? And then they are very much interested in your solution. And this is where bingo happened. We come to the last stage, excite, because, you know, we are, we, do not, we are not excited with somebody who's selling themselves, honestly. Like everybody sells, everybody makes a pitch, everybody describes how wonderful they are. Do I care? No, I don't. <laughs> but I do care how wonderful my company is, right? I care about the challenges my company faces and the value that you can generate for my company. And if I find somebody who is genuinely interested in my baby, in my company, and spend his time to understand my company, to develop trust, to develop social capital inside of my company. And when he provides, you know, like recommendations or provides solution, and it's not generalized, but crafted just for my company because he did his homework. I mean, I already want this person. And this has become boutique because he is the one. Only David knows my company as my, because he becomes part of my family. And he knows the language we speak in our company because he spent this time. And also he, uh, he projects so much interest in my company and this area that why do I need anybody else? I just need only David. Yeah, this is the interesting part of your of your crafting this out is that basically what we're really doing, and I'm just going to make this oversimplified, is basically we're taking something that we really want to do, yeah. and we're identifying the places we want to do work at yeah. as a career, and then what we're doing is we're telling them, look, and we're, I mean we're not we're not asking for a job, but we're just literally saying, listen. I want to be able to help you uh, by crafting out for you, finding out more about your company, and I want to learn more. And I would love to be kind of your, by I would like to be biographer. Yeah, biographer. Yeah, yeah the biographer. I want to be a storyteller. Yeah. You know, like what we always, all of us, what we always, always read on LinkedIn or uh, Facebook. What? We, we 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 read people's stories, what they're what they're about. I mean, right? Yeah, but how can we choose the best one? There are so many stories. Well, the one that the one that speaks to me. Yeah, but especially if they reply to your own post. Ah, yeah, you're right. Right, right. right so, like right. anybody replies to your own post, we do make sure to read this. This is exactly the trick. And we like them already, by the way, right. because they paid interest to us, especially if in their replies, they don't sell us anything. Right. But just like with all honest interest, they're asking about us. And this is why I tell my students, don't rush. Don't be too smart too fast right. because you get an opposite um, outcome because you are like too general, too kind of like student-like. You are not yet under the skin of the company you choose. Mm. You choose this company. So make, you know, like do your homework and really get under the skin of this company through the trick of telling the story about this company. Yeah, because, right, because once I have taken an active interest in your company, right, and then I, I'm going to offer you to say, look, I want to I want to write, talk to you about your company, and I just go, you're not asking for money here, by the way. No, no. And and so then what we're doing is then we're going in front of the CEO or whoever, the, the, the key person, whoever the key person is, is how you phrase it in your book. And then we're going to, we're going to basically, we're going to start telling a story, and then we're going to find that there's a challenge, Along the way, there's something that there's some sort of dilemma. There's some sort of a problem to solve. There's uh, there's something that has to be solved. There's a project challenge. I think you call it a dilemma challenge and a problem solving challenge is the three challenges that you talk. about. Whatever challenge your client wants, your key person, whatever challenge this person has in mind, we just craft a story about around this challenge and again it doesn't have to be like a long story or it's just like you know like i'm not a sto storyteller maybe this method is not for me i do exactly what i just described sometimes during one conversation i am listening to the person what he's talking about i'm asking about 
what is the pain point of that person, what the challenge this person is working on, then I'm honestly, sincerely interested to understand the context of this story. And again, when you're interested, you know how to listen. And then summarizing this, you say, so, in summary, you just say, so, as far as I understand, we are working on two options, right? So to do this or to do that, is it correct or I am wrong? And your, your key person says like, yeah, this is exactly what I'm working on. Mm. And then you just say, you know, I love, I love solving this type of problems. And my unique, you know, combination of uh, expertise, my political science degree and my very well-developed knowledge in investment and also my, my quite big experience in wine industry makes me believe that I can contribute if you allow me to do this. You, and but you see, I did take my time first to listen and to, uh, to, to understand what the client wants. I developed trust first. Yeah, this is where this is where I think this is where I think that people are, are going. Ah, Jay, I, you know, Doctor Ivy, you know, you're telling me that I've got to go get a. I'm going to go work for a company, and they're just going to let me in the door, and I'm going to become uh, their their storyteller, their biographer of the company, and I'm going to solve a problem. And you mean that I'm going to get a job out of this? <laughs> Very good question. Very good question. And uh, that's why. The best, this method works the best when it's a three players work together. It's a play, you know, it's a playbook for, for three players together. Is an uh, employer, this is a uh, job seeker or job candidate, and educator. So for uh, internship, for uh, final projects, for any courses, this is perfect. However, it also works very well if you already work for the company and you want to go three steps higher then this is also works inside. So maybe you, I, I'm he, I hear you. And uh, for this person, I would recommend, first of all, to go to the uh, college and say, like, we are all alumni of some college. Just to go to your alumni club and say, like, guys, can, you know, like, is it any project I can represent? Because this is my goal. And alumni clubs are extremely interested to help. And uh, they can say, okay, we are doing this kind of initiative of helping local companies succeed. So you just take this as a, you know, communication point. You knock, knock to the local companies and like, I'm extremely passionate about and this is the initiative we have through alumni club. Would you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So again, if it's you who own your, your life, you will find the way. You will yeah, find the way yeah, we, through the local colleges, through recruitment, uh, recruitment uh, uh, offices, through your own study, and uh, um, and sometimes yes, you knock knock. Yeah, well, I think I think one of the you know you make some points here about how do we get this initiated, and I think one of the things is this is why it's really important that people have a network and they constantly are networking with people and creating relationships because if people are not creating relationships and you're right you know if you're in college you have a number of relationships uh maybe through the alumni or maybe you know the the um the developmental office there maybe has some connections with a company that you're interested in working for but let's say you're not the fact of the matter is there are so many free um networking events that people could be taking advantage of where you could start creating a relationship with folks that can lead to the place where you want to be. And, you know, like you said, you may, you allude to this in the book, uh, and, and that is, you know, the truth of the matter is we have this thing called LinkedIn that allows us to connect really to just about anybody if we're really, really intentional, you know, and, and like you said, your book's not, you know, there's tons of books on how to do it, but the fact of the matter is it's available. For you to be able to start, you know, developing that social capital. So right now, right now in my class, I had three projects which students did not have contacts inside of the companies, but they really wanted to get into, you know, into the field. One is a major in, uh, investment company. One is is NFL, you know, sport club. It's right. a football club. Right. So both of them like like a major major players. How would you not? 
knock to the door. So what they did, yes, they found the key person of their interest and contacted through LinkedIn with the questions that like, we are a group of students who are extremely patient, da, 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 and uh, this is what we're already working on the story about your company. I will have three, would you be please interested to read this? In each of these cases, this key person said yes. Hmm. Hmm. So they, yeah. so they just said, they just agreed and they said, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll. Yeah. Yeah. I will look at your story. So, because we don't ask for anything, we just ask, okay, look at my story about you and say where I am wrong. And they say like, this is wrong. This is right. And, uh, this is still perfect because we develop trust. You so, know, they started to invest to our own social capital with them. So this, this is, this is, this is really interesting because I think one of the things that, uh, people kind of miss is that um there are people that 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 when we're taking charge of this when we decide that we're going to take charge of our career and we decide that we're going to do this that the there's the key to this is what do you offer a value and you got you have to be really clear on that you you have to be really clear to know what your value is before you walk in the door, you just can't walk in the door and offer this. You got to be pretty clear on value. Am I right here? Absolutely. But also, you have to understand what they, what the challenge they are working on, mm. and just listening them will help you. For instance, we do exercise like with my clients, and back to COVID nineteen, what we all right now are, are, you know, so many graduates right now just lost and they don't know what to do next right. so many people lost their jobs and so people so many people like close to retirement age and they want to they want to keep working but it's it's gone so what do they do right. and uh, the exercise is the step number one to define three major first of all to choose the company you really care about you just do care about and you want to be associated and explain why to yourself and this is a kind of like psychological readiness. I care about the company and I want to be with this company. So all my clients, the first define the company or the organization they care about. And you must see the answers. One of my, one people, one, some of them uh, describe the company, which is a chi the chain of Chinese restaurants. And there's so much care about potential xenophobia right right now like related to this chinese uh, you know like this possible i mean possible blame for right. what they are not even um, guilty for some of them write about wonderful you know like north face companies for the quality of what they provide to uh, in their products some of them describe all kind of organization but each of them also describe why they really care about the company. This is step number one. Step number two, I ask them, okay, describe what is special about you and provide three competences which this company actually might benefit from. And they define the second sentence, like I, my, my combination, my combination of this degree, this experience, and this knowledge would actually can be helpful for this company in their marketing, in their um marketing campaign on their cost management on their recalibration of their uh, uh, business model on this very challenging time on their outreach their customers through virtual uh, communication this is what actually i can help and say then step number three you just say that you know like how much you care about the bringing all this together in one sentence that I am, a, you know, graduating students from whatever, whatever, or I am a person who cared deeply about your organization. And I believe that my uh, combination of this and this expertise would actually can provide value for the company. And then you just finish these sentences with the uh, final kind of uh, statement that I think, based on my experience, this option and that option might possibly be solutions of course both of them need further investigation however i would love to volunteer or try to crack this challenge 
Mm. And that's it. And this is magic happens. When somebody sees that you care about my company, you really, in, you know, like you see the value in my company. And actually you're already thinking about the challenge my company is facing right now. I would give you a shot. Yeah, I, and I, I would be hard for me to, it would be hard for me to um, find somebody who probably wouldn't um, give you a shot. And and by the way, we're talking with Dr. Uh, Julia Ivey, uh, author of Crafting Your Edge for today's job market, uh, using the B-Edge method for consulting cases and capstone projects um, available uh, Amazon and bookstores near you. And uh, you're listening to Hearer here on a new direction. Hey, new direction, you know what, is sponsored by two great sponsors. One of them is Epic Physical Therapy. And they have a facility that offers the most advanced top-of-the-line equipment, including the Alter-G anti-gravity treadmill. Listen, it takes all the pressure off your joints so that you can actually run, and it's really, really cool. The other thing they have is the Normatec compression sleeves. If you've never been in a compression sleeve, it's really awesome. Uh, And then there's the Game Ready, which I love. I mean, man, pack me in ice and put some pressure and get rid of all that swelling. Man, there's nothing like it. Look, everyone there, they are trained and certified in the most comprehensive cutting-edge treatments available right now. Some of the treatments that they use are like blood flow restriction therapy or dry needling, which I love. And some of it's cupping. You may have heard of cupping. That's the uh, You've seen swimmers with the circles on their back or athletes with circles on their back. It's because they're manipulating the muscle through the skin with these suction cups. It's really cool. And I, I'm just telling you, it, it's a fantastic. I love these people. They are great. I've used them and they're just, they're just, they just get me to where I need to be and I can't recommend them more. So please learn how they can make your life more epic. They'll give you epic relief, epic recovery and epic results. Why not just go to epicpt.com? That's E-P-I-C-P-T.com and Linda Craft and Team Realtors. And I'm going to tell you something. They've been around for 35 years and for 35 years, their customers have said, You know what about their customer customer service? It's legendary. That's right. Their customers say their customer service, that is Linda Craft and her team, have legendary customer service. And you know what? The reason why is because they're they're the relationship realtor. This isn't about just selling your home or this isn't about just helping you buy a home. This is about carving a relationship that will last a lifetime. Do you know that there are people that when Linda sold her first home back in 1985, do you know that those people still come by the office and uh, for different events that we do? That's right. Since 1985, her very first clients are still coming to see her. And you know what? You can be one of those two. So why not learn more about the legendary customer service, about building that relationship one person at a time that starts at Linda Craft and Team Realtors. And you can learn more by going to lindacraft.com. That's L-I-N-D-A-C-R-A-F-T. Dot com. And we're back here with Dr. Julia Ivey and uh, her book, uh, Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market. And she's uh, walking us through how we can craft out our own, really carve out our own our own career if we're willing to provide value to the company. So Dr. Ivey, uh, Julia, let's, let's talk here about what we've got going on right now. And how can we apply your B-Edge method? How do we apply that into in today's current market situation right now and maybe in the future? Because, you know, right now we're we're all kind of behind computer screens. So can we can we can we apply this out there that will work? First of all, yes. Uh, And I mentioned before that there are several players in this game and each of them actually have their own benefits if they decide to follow these methods. Like, look at the businesses right now. The businesses right now in a huge trouble, right? So the, the world change, the environment change overnight. So it means that they have to change the way they operate. They have to change the way they outreach their client, they manage their supply chain, etc., etc. Who knows how to do this? They cannot do this what they did before. They have to figure out something new. So what they can do, what the businesses can do, they can ask their own employees around the company, not just their designer you know, department, not their kind of C-suite, what they usually communicate with. No, they have to ask to the 
entire company, like, guys, we are all together, and this is, we're all in the same boat. Uh, we all have so multidimensional expertise from your previous job, from your previous uh, experience, etc. Let's make your case to shape your space in the company. And if your project is in interest, and if you can provide solution for the company, this is would be the project you absolutely will be involved in later after we start this project on. So this is what the companies can do inside of their organization. They also can suggest, can offer this kind of a competition, make your case competition for the colleges, for local colleges, and the graduates from master degrees, for undergrad degrees. I must say my undergrad students are brilliant, just brilliant. Northeastern University students are just so strong that I just kind of changed my mind that it might be not, have, don't have to be master degree students. Uh, do this, the company might ask the uh, local colleges, let's do this project. We are very much ready, and whoever, you know, like provides the best solution for the, our company would be, you know, involved to this project implementation. And this is what the companies can do. And they also, you know, smartest company open this uh, competition as the HR departments for the job candidates as well. So this is what companies can do. They define their boundaries that this is type of the challenge we want you to work. But before anybody provides solution, which is again and again would be too smart, too fast. First, these people have to write the story, tell the story of the company, which might be two pages. So this is what businesses can do right now to recalibrate their model. What people can do right now and yes, sitting on their computers to outreach through their networks, <coughs> through their networks, through the friends of friends, of the parents of your friends and the friends of your parents of your friends. You would be surprised how big networks we have. And when I say to my students, like, yes, for your final, for your capstone project, you have to find the company. Sorry, I'm not your mama. <laughs> find the company. Take your ownership. It's a psychological readiness. And the first week of the class, each single student submit a case proposal. Each single student. Somehow they all find the company and they provide why explanation why they choose this company, why they care about the company and how this company relates to their career, you know, journey, career interest, what the issue they believe the company, what the challenge the company is facing right now, and uh, what kind of access to the company they can find through their own resources. You would be surprised how many resources we have if we take ownership for this. Mm. And this is what people can do. And about sitting at home, physical distance, by the way, Jay, I absolutely love your distinguishing between social distance and physical distance. People who have physical distance right now in their homes, they can do projects for their home communities, which, where they have huge, huge networks. They can outreach companies in the uh, area of their interest why they're still located in their home communities does that make sense yeah like for instance and if i want to work for the medical field i can outreach my local company and i will make this case which is a part of my portfolio and through them when i make this case it would be so much easier to outreach next level so it's something started with something and this is what people do my students been in the United States, did the project for Colombia, did the project for uh, oil company in China. Just how? Oil company in China. So the girl in uh, my master programs, she just outreached the human resource department in the oil company in China through friends or friends of your parents and something. So it was some kind of very vague contact but she didn't ask for anything. She didn't ask for job, anything. She just asked, this is what I'm driven with. This is what my challenge I'm working on. And would you please allow me to do this project? And the company said yes. Yeah. 
And this is what was her project. So my uh, people who I worked with, many of them I never met because they they're in Germany and they do project for German company or they're in the United States and they do project for Colombian company like Laura from your example. She's originally from Colombia, but she is in the United States and she is interested in doing in Europe. So she looked around and uh, she actually found American company doing business in Europe. She outreached the company and said exactly what we discussed. And bingo, she did the project. Yeah. Wow. You know, we're with Dr., by the way, with Dr. Um, uh, Julia Ivey. Uh, book is entitled Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market. Uh, great, great book. Julia, we're, we're you know, we're, we're, we're getting here towards the end of the show. You've been a delightful guest. And so, so, Doug Ein, you've got so, you're so smart. And, and just so much stuff. I just, I, I love your stuff. One of the things I think that you just said, though, that really st- struck me as we were, um, as as I was listening to you, and that is, you know, we're going to have a lot of companies that are going to have to figure out how do we get restarted in this economy. And I think, you know, a lot of times we say, you know what, where's our opportunity? And I think people actually have a career opportunity based on your book. To say, you know what, your challenge is, how are you going to get yourself restarted and get in back into this market? Or how can you take advantage of the current market situation now that may enhance your company? And the truth of the matter is, if people are really smart and paying attention to craft, you know, to the B-Edge strategy that you're talking about, there's actually opportunity here to find, to actually kind of niche out a career. Absolutely, because before coronavirus, the market was healthy, and yes, we all miss that one wonderful time, but it was so structured that it was harder than now to craft your own space. It was like almost like a grid, which kind of like, this is your space, this is your space, this is your space, and uh, to be multidimensional was more difficult, because there were so many jobs that you just, you know, take the job, and you do the job. And only when you reach some level, you become kind of, you feel privileged to challenge this and to, you know, to craft your own space for today's job market. However, now market doesn't know what to do. The companies don't know what to do. The companies have a choice to stay low and wait when this all, you know, horrible situation is over and then slowly to start doing exactly the same when they did before. I mean, good luck to them. If they have a bunch of money, I have no problem with this option. But the most of the companies, they wouldn't be capable, you know, like easily to be back to the point where before the coronavirus. Mm. And now as a choice to use this time to really reshape the market. And this is for the companies and for the people. So the companies right now, are looking for solutions mm, and for multidimensional solutions that each of us, as example of David, what we talked about, mm. is example of half of my students who all have several expertise which they can uh, employ. But think about like every single person, like how many different expertise we have. Somebody who works as accountant but also had three children when she homeschooled for 10 years. So who else know how to involve people, you know, through the screen and make them involved? She knows she can combine her knowledge of this company with this expertise and knock knock to the door of her boss and say, I have an idea. So can I, you know, like I have a brilliant idea. So let's chat about this and let me tell the story. And uh, her boss wants this and he would be interested and she will be reshaping her space in her own company. But also this is a time to knock knock to another door or maybe just to start your own new space. Mm. Love it. Her name is Dr. Julie Ivey. Has she been awesome? I'm telling you she has. She's been awesome. She's been great. The book again is Crafting Your Edge for Today's Job Market. Absolutely fantastic. Julia, you have been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for being on the show. You've been absolutely outstanding. Um, Stay with me as I close. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? It's the show. You know what I say to you, right? 
be inspired because when you're inspired, that means you can inspire others. And when others are inspired, they in turn inspire others as well. And that makes this world a fantastic place. Please join me next week. I'm going to have another great author, another great guest. I'm going to have another great book and we're going to have a lot of fun. I promise you we will. As I say to you every week, and you know what that is, everybody. Ciao, everyone. confidence and the answers don't make sense got to keep your hope alive you got to know you can survive this is your